PKN episode 248. Are you disappointed with the uh, blues, Taylor? Not yet. Not <laughs> yet. They haven't given us a chance uh, this year to be disappointed yet. But As soon as you started so rooting the, for the Hurricanes, you asshole. I'm <laughs> Swept sorry. out was, of the playoffs. That was my bad. But uh, <laughs> to catch you up, Kyle, because I'm sure you don't, you don't pay attention to what the fuck's going on. So nah. uh, the blues in the first... It's, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't even know how many rounds there are in MLB. In the NHL, there's the first round, second round, conference championship, and then the Stanley Cup. So there's four total total yeah. rounds. Last time the Blues made it to the Stanley Cup final was 1970, okay. where they got swept by the Boston Bruins. I wasn't born then. <laughs> because at the time, the way they did it is they had just made a bunch of new teams in 1967, and they're like, well... Let's just make it so all these six new teams and the six old teams are in the different conferences. So at least one of the new teams can make it. And then every time the best expansion team, which was St. Louis, made it and they got swept every time because they're Uh, playing against teams that have been around. And that was still in Montreal was like, I don't actually think it is fair that you can uh, use a player if they are born within 100 miles of the city that uh, we have did on our Montreal French Canadian within 100 miles of Quebec. And it's like you realize that's like that's like forty percent of hockey players. It's nineteen sixty seven. Like you're you're beating the shit out of everyone. Those fucking frogs. But anyway, not anymore. Blues made it back. And that's racist. Blues, that's wi- if, that's anyway. Is it? They do eat frogs. Uh, I I've had frogs. Frogs. I don't understand. Although if you call a Mexican a beaner, it's it's definitely racist. It, <laughs> it, it, the fact I, that they eat beans is irrelevant. You know. So I don't understand the insult. If you call French Canadians frogs, though, they're it's very upsetting to them. And maybe okay. French people, but definitely French Canadians. Anyway, carry well, on. They, stop eating frogs. We'll stop calling you frogs. Stop eating beans. I don't. I don't think you know, that's stop. the genesis of it. But carry on. It, it absolutely one hundred percent is. So okay. uh, if the Blues win tonight, so the Blues are up absolutely. three to two. Against the San Jose Sharks, we beat Winnipeg Jets in the first round, Dallas Stars in the second round, and now it's been a hard-fought series at San Jose, but ever since they had Game 3 handed to them to take a 2-1 lead in the series, that was the hand pass thing that just, uh, that really pissed the Blues off apparently because since then the Blues have dominated them in two games and scored seven goals to their one, and the Blues play a very heavy-hitting style of hockey. Of course. To that... Uh, San Jose is not used to playing it, and so they have multiple people who are out with injuries at this point, just because they've been, you know, getting drilled over and over and over for, you know, six six games, and so or I guess five games. This is game six. So if the Blues win tonight, we're going to the Stanley Cup to probably get swept by the Bruins again, uh, <laughs> and so I'm very excited. That's that'll That's be great, super man. cool. They can still fuck up and ruin it, which would be so bluesy. One so of the bluesiest things to ever blues. So, so I, I'm not even your, counting my chicken. I'm not counting my chickens before they hatch. I'm just very excited that it's Count now. it. I, I'm giving you permission. It's, okay. It's, yeah. Uh, so this will be the first time in your lifetime that your hockey team has made it to the the cup, right? They could still lose two yep. games. Yeah, yeah they, they, could, could. they could still lose two games. But if they make yeah. it to the cup, it'll be the first time in my lifetime. It'll be the first time in anyone's lifetime who was born in 1970 or later. Yeah, a couple generations of people have have never seen this happen before. It's like yeah, it's two like generations Haley's, of upset fans. Like fucking Haley's Comet. Every t- every every eighty <laughs> years, the Blues get a shot. Yeah, it really is. It's <laughs> almost that. But like, man, like it is funny because I'm sure Woody followed all the uh, stuff like on subreddits and stuff, and I'll go to like certain team subreddits and see how they interact. And it's always like the smaller fan bases who like 
you know, fucking the Bruins will be like, you know, those fucking cunt penguins were the worst. Or, you know, this other team were the worst. Their fans sucked. But, man, the Carolina Hurricanes fans, very classy bunch. And it's like, <laughs> it's just because there were 14 of you for every one of them in a game yeah. day thread. So if they said anything out of line, you just buried them <laughs> immediately. And so, uh, but Sharks fans are bitch moaning and complaining as if they haven't had three games handed to them. And everyone knows. Everybody knows, Sharks fans. Everybody knows. Like your previous opponents, they're still not too stoked on it. The hmm. Vegas Golden Knights from the first round are like, that should be us right now. <laughs> like, not, not you. But anyway, I just, I'm super happy that it doesn't look like Joe Thornton, that bearded, old ass fuck isn't going to get a Stanley cup. That dirty piece of shit who it seems everybody has memory hold all of his nonsense. So fuck that guy. I would rather watch the Bruins get another Stanley cup than Joe Thornton get one. Me so, too. Yeah. <sighs> screw them. And I also don't want the Washington capitals just won their first Stanley cup last year. If the sharks won this year, that's yet another cupless team that's beaten us to the punch. And they've been around for literally I think 26 years. We've been around for 54. At least the Golden Knights something. didn't win it. Because that would have been a real slap in the face. Yeah, right? first year. I would one have been for one. okay with them winning it. Because then it would have been like, okay. They literally rigged the expansion draft to make them competitive off the bat. So that they if did, Oakland got it's bullshit, moved, they didn't do that for Atlanta. Did if they, they wanna... rig it though? Yeah, absolutely. They did. They, they no, crazy. no, uh, no. That's not what rigging is, right? What they did for people listening is they changed the rules so that an expansion team was more competitive out of the gate. Yes. They did not know that they were going to like you get to the Stanley Cup finals. Like they didn't they didn't see that coming. It but they were like, you know like what? Made an- we don't want this team to suck for 17 years. That that would blow. So yeah, what, it, it absolutely point, would. Okay, rigging but- was the wrong word to say there. I should have said that I wouldn't have been as disappointed if the Vegas Golden Knights won because it would have been like, okay, they got the most advantageous possible treatment of any expansion team that has ever existed. They made an all-star The, the Thrashers team. didn't get that. The Thrashers no. at all. Well, uh, I, I mean, at the start of the season, Taylor said that they were going to suck and get butt-fucked. Because they kind of got everyone's, like... I'm yeah, making this middling. up. Middling, did you say? I, I don't yeah, know. We'd like, have to, I didn't think yeah, they but, were going to be that bad. No, like, compared to, like, Buffalo and shit. <laughs> but uh, I... I remember uh, most people being very surprised at how well they did. All these players Definitely. that were kind of like cast off, also ran. You know, this is the eighth best player on every team. Suddenly they put them together, and these guys are having career years. All, so many guys having career years. And then this time they got what? First round of the playoffs knocked out? So yep. I think I they mean, were they better like, than they were targeting, but... I just don't want to be the like... Ca- the career year thing was definitely true. Like they had... Like they, they pulled a guy named William Carlson who was like a third or fourth liner. Nobody gave a fuck about this dude. He scored 43 goals last year. Do you know what percent of NHL players score 40 goals ever in their whole career? <laughs> like maybe a percent. Yeah. Like if you're, if you score consistently 20 or 30 goals a year, you're like a very solid, reliable goal scorer. With Ovechkin a long career. is the all time best goal scorer. As far as like the era corrected, he lives in, you, you can't compare anybody to Gretzky. It's just not fair. It's not fair. I, you, you can't compare anybody to him, but like he's the only guy who consistently pots 50 a year, and that's insane. So, regardless, we don't have to stay on hockey for too long. I do understand Kyle's frustration in that when the Thrashers uh, had their first and second ex, uh, expansion team given to them, like 
it was basically like every team in the league, like, you know, Gary Bettman calling around and being like, all right, who's the worst person in your franchise? All right, well, instead of him, pick a minor leaguer and send him. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Really? Heroin? Well, let's hope he kicks it down in yeah. Atlanta. <laughs> and then fucking Atlanta got so lucky that they, they got uh, Kovalchuk, who really an outstanding hockey player, and he got so tired of being on a terrible Thrashers team that couldn't get a win that he's like, this is bullshit. I'm going back to Russia. He literally did that. He just went back to Russia. And then Nobody. showed up last year. He's the only year. person who's ever made that that decision. <laughs> <laughs> Yager yeah, did. yeah, that would be did, interesting but... if uh, if if we got another a third expansion team and they get and they did they did did for us what they did for the Golden Knights. I guess that is the rule now. That's what they do. I, yeah. I'd be I would I would probably get into it if we had a team. You know, uh, just like I've gotten into yeah. soccer now that we have one of those. And oh and, yeah, uh, I think we're getting a soccer team now. Maybe <laughs> really I, everyone's we're we're in the paper. As like, you know, Raleigh's making this offer and that offer. We're going to build a stadium, but we don't really think we'll get a team. <laughs> oh, man. Is it that hard to get a soccer team? I, I, I bet it's really expensive. That's a pretty serious stadium. I don't, I don't, do they just do it at a football stadium? I, I don't even know where, where my team plays. I think they're the Atlanta United, which apparently is like one of the better teams in Major League Soccer. The soccer like, field's I, way bigger than the football field, though. Like, you need your own kind of stadium, right? Yeah, it shows what I know. I, I honestly don't know. Like, like if the football right. stadium yeah, is... Yeah, soccer fields is, are huge. I don't know if an MLS soccer field is Like, I don't even know how that shit size. works. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just really totally ignorant about that sport and how it's played. And I, and I remember I, for the World Cup, they had to modify the Meadowlands to fit the field. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium is colossal and it's it's mm. pretty brand new. Um, I've I haven't been to it yet, but I've driven past it and it is real fancy. We've got a couple of new stadiums, I guess. Like the the baseball stadiums on SunTrust Park or SunTrust Field or whatever. Yeah, the next uh, two MLS teams are between Sacramento and St. Louis, and that's funny because it's me and Chiz, yeah. and I could not give less of a fuck. I hope <laughs> I, I hope Chiz they get it, it just just because he. Well, now you're gonna get it because I I have a lot of friends who really want it to come here, and they're like they're like, dude Taylor, when we get an MLS team, you got to come to a game, man. And I'm like, oh man, that's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so uh, you, next two is between those, and Raleigh's not on your article there. Oh, the, I, I just looked at the art. It was third uh, highest. Like the next tier of team was uh, Phoenix that they might get it. I didn't scroll down. All oh the way God! How would you like to play a fucking full length game of soccer in Phoenix, Arizona? <laughs> I'm not sure. Hotland is a lot better. Oh, it's so much better. You've been to Phoenix. It is a uh, testament to man's arrogance. I don't think that. <laughs> what is that from? It's a King of the Hill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this city is a testament to man's arrogance. <laughs> Peggy says that to Bobby when they get out, and it's like screaming hot. Like, <laughs> like you can see the heat rays in the air, like the mirage. When Bobby's like, Dad, how do people live here? You know, like, it's normal for their yards to be landscaped with just rocks. That's how New Mexico is. Is uh, it uh, really? Like Albuquerque. Phoenix, like, like, other than like, their airport. They put those multicolored pebbles in their fucking yard and shit like that. They, they just get, give up on the whole idea of grass. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, they, they, it's just mulch or pebbles. Those are your two options for, for landscaping. It's a wasteland of a I place. wish we could talk Game of Thrones. We're probably saving it for the show one yeah, last time. Yeah, we'll save it for the show. It'll be good. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was it, watching. Uh, everybody give their, all that you're allowed to say is your out of 10 rating. 
Okay. Um, for that's for all that, you're allowed to say. No explanation. I just want to know this. What are we rating? The season or the episode or the whole the thing? Episode. Let's stick it to just the episode because that's what we've been doing thus far. Episode. Um, man, that was a bad episode. Um, I don't know. I, let, let, I give it a, a five, I guess. I give it a five. Uh, it wasn't the three that uh, I gave um, an episode or two ago, uh, but it, it was better than that, I thought. There was some... I won't go into it. I, I like some of the cinematography a lot. I like okay. some there were pieces of that. that I know probably one you're thinking of. We have you common. absolutely do. Everybody yeah. does. It was beautiful. It was when I saw it, I was just like, "Holy shit!" Somebody who knows how to make make fucking movies <laughs> come up with this idea. Um, um, so but, five out of ten for you. Yeah, yeah five Taylor? out of ten for me. I'm gonna say four out of ten. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go seven, and I don't want to get too deep into it, but I'm just happy that they answered a lot of questions. I, I, it, shifting away from Game of Thrones, I feel like a lot of times, whether you go Sopranos or Dexter or heaven forbid, Kyle, help me with the um, Lost, Western right? that's from Westworld? HBO. Uh, older than that, and they got they ended too Deadwood. soon. Deadwood. Oh, Deadwood. Deadwood. Well, they're coming Deadwood. back with Deadwood. They're I making hope, that full length movie as, as like their last episode. I hope so. But Deadwood, Dexter, Lost is a fantastic example. There are a lot of things that just didn't really answer all the questions whereas at least game of thrones ended not yeah. give them a lot of all credit right. for that there is a new show that you guys need to watch before pk if you possibly can it's called chernobyl it's a mini series on hbo fantastic fantastic show um you'll recognize some of the actors if you really look carefully but a lot of them are in makeup and stuff is it's it like about a, the chernobyl nuclear hmm. yes it's about the nuclear disaster in chernobyl and it is fascinating um the first episode is like an hour and 20 minutes long uh and i think maybe they're an hour long after that i didn't really pay attention but every time i, I think the third episode came out last night i haven't watched it yet that's I, I just realized that i hadn't watched it and i'm and as soon as we conclude here i'm going in the living room and fucking drawing the curtains and playing episode three because hmm. this shit is great obviously we all know about chernobyl and mm -hmm. you know even if you're not a historian you know the broad strokes that some bad shit went down and a, and a reactor melted down and there was fallout and we all played call of duty 4 and you got fifty thousand people used to live here now it's a ghost town um but but you get that and Man, is it really, really good. Um, you, you, you have this like Soviet arrogance and ignorance where like, not to spoil much, mm. but the disaster happens, right? And there's a big explosion. Yeah, that's not and, a spoiler. And there's the guy running the... the it's the, like the, the Titanic plant. sinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, well, essentially the captain of the Titanic is there. I'll, I'll draw some, some parallels since you mentioned that. It's like the captain is there and like the, the shipmate storms into the bridge he's like captain we've hit he's, he's scotty now we've hit an iceberg <laughs> there's water pouring into the engine rooms that's impossible <laughs> <laughs> you're take him to the infirmary he's hallucinating <laughs> i saw like a viral like tweet or something or like a, a, a tumblr post or something people were making fun of like a couple years ago and it was someone who was just like y'all know this movie about a real boat and it was a picture of Titanic. <laughs> and it, it was just, it made me think it was like, man, if this person is like 16 or something and was born in 2002, like, yeah, they might not have ever yeah. given a if fuck. If someone's to young look it up. watching this, Chernobyl is a city in Russia and it had a nuclear, nuclear reactor for energy and it went really bad. It, it melted down 
Yeah. 30 years and ago, something like that. I'm going to yeah, watch this like, show, like especially like miniseries like are easy yeah. for me to get into because I know it's got a finite 29, ending and it's going to be good. 31 years ago, I did a good job. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And I'm guessing on the 88. It's, it's somewhere right in there. Like it might have been 86. That, that's the year I was born, which would be 33 years. It, uh, irrelevant, but but in in the late 80s, this shit happened. And and you got to think Gorbachev is running the place. Still, a, still the Soviet Union. You know, this isn't even mm. Russia yet. Right, so right. the secrecy is paramount. And, and, and like I said, like, they're going to like the new the guy who runs the plant, like like who's hands on. They're like, yeah, he, he's like, oh, well, we just need to make sure that the cooling tanks are still pumping water into the reactor core. And, and the guy's like, the reactor core is gone. It's a trench. That's impossible. Could you explain to me how an RXMB reactor explodes? <laughs> well, well, no, I can't explain it exactly because well, it's Alan impossible. threw a grenade in it. <laughs> and like well, there's this part where the guy they, they forcibly send they're like you go and you fucking look you look in there and he's like all right and he like looks off this catwalk and there's the he looks directly into the fucking reactor core and essentially it's exposed rods of uranium 235 burning at 2000 degrees and the air itself is being irradiated and turning green and it's just going, it looks like an arc welder. It looks like an arc welder the size of a house down in a hole that's burning green. And it's just go, it, it, it's like something out of the Lord of the Rings when you look into the mountain of doom. Yeah. It's just going. <laughs> and he or when looks, he goes to the Witch King's hideout, Minas Morgul, and it's got that green shooting that, up. Yeah. That. He sees that. And when he, he like slowly backs away, because he's a nuclear engineer, he knows he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and his face. And that's is how hard. he became Leukemia Man. <laughs> <laughs> leukemia. And it's not a good superpower. A, he can make it to the toilet a, in a single bound. Yeah. He's immediately <laughs> blistered red, and he just walks away, like, knowing that, like, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> then, I'm dead tomorrow. There's a parallel. I, keep, I was waiting for opening it. There's a movie. I think it might be called Deep Blue. Anyway, boat sinks in the middle of nowhere, and two people with scuba diving equipment last as long as they can, and they die. And it's the story of their struggle. Dude, you made all this up. You don't know what they did. There's no survivors in this thing. It's just yeah. two people whose boat sank and died. You never found the bodies. How did you make a movie about this? You don't know. So how exactly this guy and his thing, I wonder if there's any survivors to tell the story. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of survivors. Yeah, a lot of them. And a, and a lot of them. Though, from right? that room? Well, not from that room. That guy in particular, he, d he melted before he got very far away. Did, did anyone but, who but, saw it live long enough to tell the story? Yes. Okay. And that's kind of a key thing about this. Like, There's a guy who's like telling the story, mm. and it, the, the, this, this miniseries opens with him like recording all this on cassette tapes. Like, like, okay. Because... Uh, and, and he's a key figure. He's a nuclear, like, he's the expert on that reactor who they call in, like, when everybody finally agrees that, actually, no, when he gets there, they're still like, would you explain to me how an RXMB nuclear reactor explodes? And he's like, well, no, I can't. But that's graphite on the roof. That's what's around the rods down in the reactor core. So if that, if there's chunks of that on the roof, then the reactor has exploded. It's uh, it's it's real good, and you get you get so frustrated with the fucking Soviet fucking. Everybody's afraid of the guy above them, right? Mm, like, yeah. like like because shit rolls downhill, and 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 everybody's like, well, it's not our fault, boys. It's not our fault. 
Alexi. Alexi was the guy looking at the controls, okay? We all know it was Alexi's fault, right? And then the guy above him is like, with his, like, like equals, they're like, it's okay, guys. Dimitri. Dimitri was running the plant. Everybody knows, right? And then the guy uh -huh. above him is like, Sir Kimonov, he is in charge of that whole division there. You know, this is so wait, shit was rolling uphill, it seems. Well, like like everybody up higher is blaming the guy down below them. So 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 that it it mm. it's it's definitely rolling down because by the time you get to Gorbachev, you know, he's he's just like, well, what are we gonna do now? And they and they give him like the nightmare scenario of like, well, if we don't act now, and by now I mean in the next six hours, the entire continent will be irradiated about. 100 million people will be exposed. Cancer rates are going to go up about 85%. All of Ukraine, Lithuania, Slovakia, like, like naming all these countries that will be uninhabitable. Like most of the radiation will be gone in 50 years. But some of it won't be gone for 50,000 years. I hope they include a like, quick geography lesson in this show because I don't really know where all these places <laughs> are. Put. At the time, it'd be much easier because he'd be like, the entire East Block. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need Google Maps to watch this. <laughs> uh, it might help. It's uh, But very good. Very good acting. Really good special effects, I thought, for, for what it is. They probably had a decent budget uh, and uh, some good actors, good acting. I recognize, like I said, a few of the actors. That I can't name them, but, but they, you know, they're, they're, they're like those supporting actors that you might, you'll recognize from like half a dozen mm -hmm. good shows that you've seen before. Man, I'm and, down to uh, watch this. This sounds yeah, interesting. I'll check it. I was going to watch something else, but it comes out in June. Black Mirror. Like, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah that comes back. Down for three episodes, which is not a lot. But three episodes are coming out in June. Yeah, well, that's an odd season. Oh, no, it's a, it's a British show, so it's a series. This is series four. Mm. Where we only do three episodes, because fuck you, we can do what we want. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking, more, uh, I'm looking for more... I'm looking for more... What's the, uh, the one about the, uh, the British, the Birmingham Street Gang of Thugs? Oh, the, uh, Peaky Blinders. The Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I could deal with some. I could do with some more Peaky Blinders. I'm a big fan of that. Is that still going? That did not hook me. It's really? okay. It's yeah. still. It's I guess it is still going. Oh it's, yeah. I it entertained me, but at no point was it one of those shows that, like, when I wasn't watching it, I was like, "Man, I wonder what's going to happen in Peaky Blinders." Whereas, like, with <laughs> Game of Thrones, with even stuff like Oz from The Sopranos, I've seen like those kind of shows. Like, I'd be thinking about it. I'm sure when I start, uh, I decided I'm going to finish Sopranos before I do Wire. I have this. So I need to jump back into Sopranos. Do you guys watch British tough guys, UK tough guys, and assume they're not tough at all? I recognize the intellectual disconnect here, but whenever I see like a gang of slightly chubby, pasty white guys, I'm like, huh. I wonder how many of them I could take. As if I'm some sort of superhero. And these aren't full-grown, normal men. Yeah. You do remember why they call them the Peaky Blinders, right? Because <laughs> they, they blind they've you. Because they blind you with a hat full of razor blades. <laughs> that's but, their opening move. Is I know. That's silly. James Bond <laughs> did that, too. And it was just as silly back then. No, but like across... This, Moving away from Peaky Blinders just a little bit, when I see all sorts of shows about like hooligans or hoodlums or like gangs and you know, people dealing with bullies, maybe school kids or something, and then I see the bully is an overweight British kid, I'm like, the fuck? How do these people have pro They don't. I, America's got some better bullies. I don't know. You guys look that, like uh, NFL players. You ever see that, that movie about Charlie Bronson, like the most dangerous British prisoner? Oh, yeah. I've seen that. It's got uh, Tom Hardy in it. Tom Hardy. 
That's a really good movie. With that mustache. It's a true mm-hmm. story. This guy. Uh, I think you've talked about it before in he the was, show. It, I think it's on Netflix. It is fucking good. Um, this guy was a bad, bad motherfucker. He just kept making mistakes and kept getting more like, and more time. It kept getting more and more bad. Like, he's like, you're like, oh my God, he did that? And then he tops it. It just kept getting crazy. What was that scene right. in that in that show where he's in the prison room and he kidnaps one of the guards? Yeah. And he's and he, the guards sitting down and you know Bronson's taking his shirt off and he's a very big guy, you know, real muscular, you know, very muscular, not like a ripped but like a thick guy, like a barrel chested thick guy, and you know, the guards sitting there just terrified, like, what, what are you gonna do with me? He's like, I think you know what I'm gonna do, and he's like stripping <laughs> off and getting naked, and he's like, loop me up, and just hands this guy a big butter. Like, thing of butter to start like smearing on him because he's getting ready. For, he's like, those guards are gonna be here any second. Quicker, quicker, quicker! Now, now, enough! And he's like, just getting buttered up everywhere. And he turns around and makes the guy butter up his ass. And then as soon as he's done, he turns around and like pushes the guy away. Other guards come in and he's butt ass naked, covered in butter, just sliding out of grips and throwing punches. <laughs> they can't and grab him. They can't grab onto him. They and come in at riot gear. Yeah. <laughs> That's such I, a good scene. My mind went crazy. Like, what are you going to do to me? I think you know. Let's That's start lubing up. Uh, yeah. You and know. I'm like, I. I've got a couple ideas here, and I don't like any of them. Because he just handed him a thing of butter. Yeah. He's like, what are you going to do to me? Yeah. He'd be like, like lube me up. Yeah, my, my, my response would be like, well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get in other places. Just gonna... <laughs> 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 you think I'm yeah. That went in well. Yeah, it's all greased up. And he's just, and, 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 they, and I'm thinking like, if I'm one of the guards and I like chink, look in there and he's all shiny and I think mm-hmm. he'd made like a makeshift like like he'd wrap like rags around his fist yeah. or something and maybe put like a metal thing in there like he'd made himself like bullshit prison weapons he's come on in like he's excited for this fight he wants it he could just lay on the floor and they take him away he wants to do battle and then they come in and prison. they do battle he would keep going to prison for like Initially, not very serious things. Or it'd be like, all right, well, you stow that and you're going to be in the can for the next 18 months. And then, like, after nine months, he'll have racked up another 12 years because of how many people he's fought and how many guards he's assaulted. Yeah. And, like, just, he took pride the world's... in being, you know, England's toughest prisoner. Yeah. You know, he, he really yeah. cut a rug on it, people's faces. A long, long time ago, I was probably 21. I applied for a job, and the guy interviewing me taught decision-making to prisoners. And it was fascinating. We talked about him a little bit. And, and he's like, you know, they're all in there just because for a heartbeat, they didn't make the right decision. Somehow it wasn't clear to them that the consequence for going left when you should have gone right on this thing is huge. And he's like, so, you know, I go in there. And he, he, he was very proud of the recidivism rate, if I pronounce that right. You did. Uh, mm-hmm. was much lower for the people that he sort of coached than it was for the people that he didn't. And it burned into my head like, man, some people just don't see awful decisions that they're making. Yeah. This guy, he, he stole something. He could get out in 18 months and have a regular normal life. Yeah, but- and it wasn't even like stealing out of malice. I want to say that like, he stole like an engagement ring because he loved a girl. Like it, yeah. it was something like that. It was that. something like that. Yeah. Still it, a it poor was, decision. 
right? Speaking oh of, yeah, uh, but, but it's not ben. like you know he br he burglar burgled an old lady and like beat her up. You know that's just you right, think like right. to buy drugs or like you know just to profit and like live a fancy lifestyle. Like he wanted to get married. You know it's 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 certainly not stealing bread to feed your children, but it's somewhere between that and like beating up an old man, an old pensioner or something to like go party. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There the, was no uh, violence. I ahead, Taylor. Oh, no, no. This is a totally different thing I just saw online. That when the Blues were in last place on January 2nd this year, a guy in St. Louis, Scott Barry, bet $400 on them to win oh, the this. Stanley Cup. And if they win the Stanley Cup because of the odds he got, he would parlay or he'd they'd go from $400 to $100,000. Wow. They need to win five out of their next eight games. Yep, and so that's, whew, that would be the coolest way to make a bunch of money ever. Like, wow. just a bullshit pick like that where it's like, ah, they're the worst team in the league. I'll throw a couple hundo on there. And that guy, some, at the, in game seven of the Dallas series, which is last round, someone offered to buy the ticket or the bet off of him for $20,000. He said no. Wow. So clearly he's doing all right for himself because hmm. I may have taken that deal. I think I'd have taken that I'm deal too. Yeah. At this point, I wouldn't though, right? Let's say they're in the cup because I think they're virtually in the cup. I would say they've got a much better than a one in five chance of winning. You take fifty right now, though. Fifty, I might. I might. It's a little. It's hard to gauge though because like Boston and St. Louis are very well matched teams. Like they're 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 very similar style, very heavy hitting. The Blues a little more heavy hitting. The the Bruins have the edge in goaltending, but. God damn, the Bruins' walk to the Stanley Cup Finals has been a lot easier than the Blues. Like words hurt. Like Carolina is a <laughs> is a good team, but they they, did, they were too novicey. Like they the Bruins rolled them. Who else did the fucking Bruins play? Uh, uh, Toronto, a team that couldn't hit you if you stood there and dared them to. Well, you know it's Columbus, a team that hits pretty hard, but like. Like, they're coming in with thing. way less strain on their bodies than the Blues are. If remember, the Blues make it. The remember Blues how Kyle's picks were so much better than Taylor's? Mm -hmm. If Taylor's St. Louis to win the cup pick comes to fruition, he might be the best choice of yeah. the thing. I don't know how you score those. I don't know. My first round was bad. I, I've <laughs> seen, I don't know how you score them either. Sometimes like every round counts for the same amount. So like yeah. that last game counts as much as the first set of games. Yeah. Oh no, I think yeah. I did have the Bruins uh, to the Eastern Conference Finals too. So maybe it wouldn't be wow. that bad. Yeah, if you called if you the called the cups, yeah, then then you might have something going on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or no, I, I thought Pittsburgh was gonna be in the cup, but I uh, saw um, in the first round. Pittsburgh. I saw Connor McGregor did an interview with um Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Did you listen to any of it? I got bored about halfway through. I thought it sucked. It was just Oops. them jerking each other off nonstop about how hardworking and wonderful and dedicated skip, they are. I how they've the never had an minutes. ounce of luck in their entire flipping lives and that they just got there through dedication and gumption. Who's and, Tony Robbins? Uh, uh, he's he, that motivational speaker. Like seven foot like, tall. Oh, okay. like that weird looking guy. I think you'd know. Um, weird looking yeah, guy. I skipped the first 20 minutes because there was, you know, I didn't care about that. Mm. Um, I thought it was pretty good though. I liked, you know, Connor believes in that that sort of uh, that's the secret or whatever, you know, visualizing, you know, the things you're and, and making them happen for yourself. So it's, mm -hmm. it's always interesting hearing to talk about that. And uh, he talked about the Habib, the Habib fight. And he talked about uh, the Mayweather fight. 
and uh, and then I I, I might be interested in hearing about his hardships because and and this is true of, on a similar note on YouTube videos I really enjoy the struggles that people go through more than just people's like nonstop victories and yeah. uh, uh, you talk about being a plumber um, and like go, he he was like there I was I'm not even a certified plumber you know I'm the guy who's got to go get the tea and go to the store and buy the copper pipe yeah and I get, yeah and but I he talked back. about it. Just jerking himself off the whole time. Like, I came from the lowest of lows. I'm so motivated. This is the source of my motivation. He was, he was flattering himself enthusiastically for the first 30 minutes of this interview. And it's like... That's not like him. <laughs> no, I get it. But, like, I want... I prefer a guy who has a little bit of humility in there, who has a little bit of, like, like self-awareness even. You know, like he seems to lack self-awareness. He's so freaking proud of himself. And I, 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 I quit halfway through. Like I was waiting for that. Maybe I'd like to hear him talk about the Khabib part. I don't know. How, how, how did it go? Did he just talk about how great he was? Yeah. Why it didn't. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. It's hard to find 10 seconds in a row of that fight where he looked good. Well, he had a broken foot. Hmm. It doesn't help. Yeah. And it, for people who don't know, <laughs> MMA culture is a funny thing. If you say, like, oh, well, I went in there one-handed, all the fans jump on you and say, like, no, you're making excuses, you're trying to invalidate the other guy's win, et cetera, et cetera. But really, if you go in there with, like, one broken hand, that's a tough gig, right? Yeah. He's in and there with a... It was like, I figured, I figured I had seven more weapons. <laughs> you know, like his elbows, knees, the other, the other foot, and he does that. I've seen him go into a fight with a thumb that wasn't functional. He's like, "You don't need a thumb to fight," I, and I love that. I, 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 I mean, that's pretty neat. I think as a fan, when you see a guy who's just not afraid and seven more weapons. I, but um, yeah, I, I don't mean to be a Connor hater. I just wish that I could get some sincerity in there. You know, I think that's. I think the audience has something to do with it. It sounded to me, and look, I don't know anything about Tony Robbins' podcast, but it sounded to me like there was a live studio audience of maybe a thousand people or something. Oh, and it, and, and perhaps those people are there, and and that's the show they're there for. That that motivational, like it can this like like look at me as an example. This can be you visualize and achieve, sort of fake it till you make it kind of thing. Like. Uh, that's what I took from it. I, I hear everything you're saying. And also, you know, he's promoting his shit. You know, he's continuing to be a multimillionaire by being like, oh, you get the McGregor fast system. That 10 weeks on that. <laughs> and I was ready for that 32-minute fight with Floyd Mayweather. I wish they hadn't stopped it so early. I'd have liked to have gotten my win back in me and go one more round at least. <laughs> you know, oh, oh and, and hey, I... Do you hear... Being, what I did you a, hear? A bomber. Sounded like a bomber was, was it flying by you? No, no. I don't know where it was. I heard it through my mic though. Like, like it wasn't one of you. you. Nobody else heard it. I thought it was a. a I could hear somebody fan. using a, a lawnmower. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe that was it. Road. Sorry yeah, yeah. about that. No, it's fine. I was. <laughs> what? Am I being bombed again? It's, uh, but, but, but yeah, but yeah, you know, he's promoting these his ATF whiskey. cons are getting real. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a moment to process that. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about his, his his training system. He's promoting that, and he's promoting his whiskey. He's promoting his his fashion line. You know, all that. He's just, you know, he, he's selling. He's selling. I, and uh, that's about what I expect from a Tony Robbins interview. Now, if he's on there with, I don't know if there are any real journalists anymore. It seems like everybody's a fucking opinion guy. There's no. 
I am. But, but, I'd like to see him. Like I want to say with Doctor Phil, a lot of times people seem to expose their vulnerabilities, their their low moments. I saw Sansa with him recently. I forget her real name. Um, and yeah. I'd love to see McGregor on Doctor Phil and and hear him about. I was about to say things he overcame, but the damn plumber story was just about how virtuous and amazing he was. You know where he'd be good would be on Stern. Stern is actually a great interviewer. Stern would Stern did Ronda Rousey um, when she was at the, at her peak, mm-hmm. and that was a real good interview. Um, I I think Doctor Phil's a hack. <clears throat> you know, like like I don't think he's a real doctor, and, and I'm pretty sure. And uh, might be I right. think he's just. I think, uh, I, but I could be wrong about that. I think it, he was just kind of foisted into his current position by Oprah by because Oprah. he used to just be like, uh, and now we have Dr. Phil coming out and he's like, now you have a problem with beating your wife and it's unacceptable. So he's, uh, wait, wait, he is a doctor. He holds a doctorate in psychology. That's, so that'll he, do. Now I'm a doctorate so in that, helping you get your shit together. <laughs> but that's not a medical doctor. But I feel like they really rip a guy who has a doctorate in psychology. Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for. I didn't I didn't want like a, an oncologist to help people with their problems on a talk show. I, I feel like a guy with a doctorate in, a psycho- in no, psychology. No, that would is, be a hilarious show where it's like. Well, at least you don't have stomach out. cancer. Yeah. Do you have any idea how painful stomach <laughs> cancer is? Oh, your mommy didn't love you. At least you're not rotten out from the inside. <laughs> And shit and blood, you little bitch! Oh now, everyone, God, the, Doctor Doctor yeah. Hakeem is a bad <laughs> <Yeah>. motherfucker. <laughs> the tests have come back. <laughs> you do not have pancreatic cancer. <laughs> oh God, how dark would that show because, be? Because we're trying to figure out who, if I'm the baby daddy. Of this. <laughs> oh no, we don't do those kinds of tests. And he got this his is big the break. Do you or from, do you not have cancer program? He got his big break you, from Oprah, but I feel like that. Invalidates his accomplishments a little bit too. I mean, he's been away from. She got the ball rolling, but she he's done did, a great job. but she's been off the air for a long time. He, you know, he's yeah. his own star. I, at this I just point. paint him with the same brush as people like Maury, and by association, people like Jerry Springer. I feel like they're all cut from the same cloth to some hmm. extent. Like you know, exploiting yeah. people with disabilities, exploiting people with, and, and not in the kind of funny way that I enjoy. And <laughs> but but in a, in a in a serious kind of way where they just have a freak show sometimes on live television and it's just it feels wrong uh and, and you're probably i haven't watched enough of them to have an informed opinion Maury's but i bad. think of him as like an emotional dave ramsey right dave ramsey calls people up listens to them for eight minutes and then solves their financial problems Did this guy does dick- that with sadness or weight gain or whatever you know dick masterson was on his show right yes <laughs> yeah i love that clip he's the that funniest clip. guest ever on that show <laughs> The woman stands up and she and she says something like, "I bet I bet you can't even get a date." And Dick's like, "I got women lining up to go out with me, honey." And she's like, "Yeah, I'd be at the end of that line." So like, he goes, "Well, if you got if you got on the treadmill a little more, maybe you'd make it to the front." <laughs> and she goes, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> "He could have also just said like, so you're saying you're still in line." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah there's a couple good answers but the, i like the treadmill oh, one yeah. and like this the over the top like like the it was really like a a big day in trolling 
because people didn't know that kind of behavior yet. Like he was so over the top, shaved head, big ass aviators, <laughs> just mustache, misogynistic as shit. And everybody's sitting there and Dr. Phil's sitting there. There's the black guy with his arms around two women and he's trying to like play it more like, well, I'm not as, I'm not as crazy as this glasses guy. <laughs> but, uh, and Dick keeps pulling him into the flames further and further. It, that's such a funny bit. Too yeah. bad he's, you know, known enough now that he can't get on those shows. Yeah, like Bill Burr didn't get the joke. Bill Burr thought this guy was for real. So <laughs> good. You've seen that, right? Like Bill Burr reacting to it? Really? Bill didn't get it? That's real. That's pretty dumb. Bill's like, yeah, I saw this guy. He hates women. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh, man, it was refreshing. I yeah. miss when Bill Burr hated women. <laughs> Me too. Hey, but uh, whenever they get divorced, oh, oh, it's coming. that's going to come back. It's, oh, it's going to be coming. the best comedy special of all time. <laughs> Black whore! Although, having said, um, who's she Chris Tucker? get rid of my dog! My dog! <laughs> Chris Tucker came back and he was like respectful and kind towards his ex-wife in the special. I'm sure you kind of have I'm to not saying, to some extent. Cause it's it's in not the Chris agreement. Tucker. Who is it? Chris Rock. It's, is it's what Rock. I'm going for. Right. Yeah. I, I knew who you were talking about. He has to be. There's probably an agreement. <laughs> yeah, an NDA or something tucked in there where it you can't say anything. Oh, she's great. <laughs> no, now, uh, oh, that is that is how Bill would fucking handle it. He's too famous now. He'd be like, "Yeah, we got a divorce now. My wife, she's fucking great, but me, I'm a psycho." And it's like, <laughs> Bill, shut the fuck up. You haven't been a psycho in six years now. You've been a. Eh, I say things that are mostly accepted by society, and then pretend it's outrageous. How do you like that? It's like. <laughs> You used to really go on Conan and make him uncomfortable as shit because you'd go off the rails. You don't do that anymore. Go Did watch his old it? Conan interviews. They're so funny because you can tell Conan's sitting there like, oh, okay, Bill. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, anyway, is it? Because that's Conan's stick, too. I never know how much is planned in this. You know they rehearse them before the day starts. Well, they do a pre-interview. Yeah, I'm sure they do and then a they pre-interview. Just, they, they, Have you uh, seen uh, Anthony Jeselnik? again Jesselnik's? later on. You may be right. Have you seen Jeselnik's? Anthony Jeselnik special on uh, on Netflix. Yeah, uh, I, I saw it and I thought most of his one-liners were good. It gets kind of weird and weak in the last part of the special where it's just him like describing his own Twitter. I, I was bored by that, but all his one-liners were real good. Maybe I'm it, thinking it, of a, an older special. It's the one where he closes with the story about taking the girl to the abortion clinic. Oh, is this a new special? Yeah, brand new. Oh, then I've only seen his old one. I haven't seen He's got one. a 15-minute bit about taking a girl to the abortion clinic. It's... It's pretty good. Good payoff. You never know where your material will come from. Or maybe he does. Maybe he's taking her, like, making notes. Like, they're going to love the part about the, you know, the judgmental. The baby dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There was, I'm trying to think exactly how it went, but, like, the nurse comes out, and she's like, you're here with, uh, with Kristen for the, the abortion. He's like, Abortion? I'm here for a sonogram. <laughs> well, bad news. <laughs> Dude, you can still see the baby. It is in a, a, a hefty bag. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, abortions, there's like 20 states now. 20 states are making abortion 20. legal. That. I saw it on Missouri. one of these news. I know Missouri is on there. Are yeah. your guys' yeah. states on there too? Yeah. His but, is. Mine's I out. was first. Yeah. Nice. Alabama, Georgia, Missouri, Missouri. Um, there's a bunch of, on the top of my list here. And one of the there, K's, Kansas, severity, Kentucky. Who knows? One of the K's, Kentucky. Yeah, they're both the, the same. The severity varies. Kansas, yeah. <laughs> so Georgia is a six-week uh, thing, um, which is when the heart, heart rate becomes detectable. 
uh, Alabama is basically an all-out prohibition, essentially. Except um, for health of the mom. I think even Alabama except has Except for that. health of the mom. But incest and rape don't make the cut, mm-hmm. um, literally. You know, where they stick the scissors in the mm-hmm. baby's skull and open it. And they... Figured it was and a drill attachment all this time. Carry on. No, the, the partial birth abortion, they wait till the baby's head crowns and they assert a pair of scissors directly into the baby's skull, open them to create a, an opening, and then suck out the brain with it. Because I tube. have a That's device for stirring paint that humane. you put on a power drill, and it seems like it would do great. With the spinny, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I could I've revolutionize on, this industry. Nurse, I've hand me the surgical ball <laughs> hammer. <laughs> yeah, that's how like like we we used to like hollow out watermelons to like fill them up with gasoline and then shoot a gasoline melon so it explode and make hmm, fireballs. Okay. And I took a uh, you take a clothes hanger and you know just tighten the power drill around it and like it's a bit and just kind of bend it into like a little thingy like this like a Y and get that down in the melon and and it just liquefy the whole inside and you could dump it out. That's what the Egyptians did as well. Yeah, it makes tasty out. juice. It makes tasty juice. I'm told. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. Well, know out of it, a watermelon, it would. I don't like. Oh well, I was thinking of the baby. Um, oh, that's probably not <laughs> a good taste. <laughs> yeah. yeah, make you smart though. I'm told. Uh, <laughs> Missouri though, well, it depends on the baby. You know, they they do that for different reasons. Uh, in Missouri though, I think it's eight weeks. Eight weeks. Mm. Uh, so you got to look at yeah, a little buffer. We're all there. saying that the moms don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks. That has to be a four week late period. Don't you have any suspicions? <clears throat> um, that I don't know. I, I, it, all women are different, uh, I suppose, but that seems like I, a pretty late. I feel like we're not allowed to talk about that because we don't we don't get periods. But look, I know girls who do get periods, and they have like a calendar on their phone that has like dots for every day and it's like green, 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 green. Oh, there's ovulation. Red, 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 red. And if there's like two or three days off, it's like warning, warning, warning. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's, it's, it's very clear if, it, you know, like, like, but there are some girls out there, I'm sure, who just are willy nilly and don't track that. And shit I knew girls, when I was an athlete, I knew girls whose periods were thrown off by that. You know, because oh, yeah. if you work really hard, um, yeah, hormones and stuff. Yeah, it, it can delay it and offset it and stuff, but not by six weeks. You know, not by no. six weeks. No. Um, no, I get yeah. that. There can be a little denial, and that can last for a while and stuff. But six weeks in, like boobs are tender, and you know, shit happens. Like, well, it's I not think you're assuming. The and then the other thing, Woody, is mm-hmm. I guess you're assuming that this is a case where like. You got pregnant right after your period, and so the first four weeks of pregnancy um, were. An, 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 uh, I'm rusty on this. Notice. I'm assuming that it's the middle. So there's two weeks where well, you wouldn't yeah. even expect it, and yeah. then four weeks where it's late. Yeah, because it could move around, and there's a little bit of a buffer of like, well, how would I have known? But but I, I think I'm. And again, because we have cocks, we're not we're not allowed to really discuss this. But it, Although yes, the we wouldn't want to be politically that... incorrect right here on the show. No. no, no. Well, I, I but mean, thank God, even though we have cocks, we're allowed to pay into systems that fund that. I will With only no voice be politically in, in incorrect. On. <laughs> I'm only politically incorrect when it's funny, like when I'm talking <laughs> about baby brains. But um, I, I don't think that I, I have, I really have much of a ground. I don't really on. think this is a good idea. Like, I don't think they should be rolling it back this far. Like I, I did see some compelling points from women being like, yeah, six weeks, like that, that, that could be kind of easy to miss, but I, I don't know. They could, I, I really don't. Well, those 25 Alabama lawmakers knew those, mm. those guys, they were, they were plugged. I mean, the governor the signed body. it into law. Oh. She did. Did she? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, like about the same percentage of men she's uh, probably too and old women to are, at this point anyway. are pro-life as pro-choice. Like you, you, they try and paint the picture of it's all these men pro-life. Oh no, it's not pro-choice. And there's all these women pro-choice and a couple pro-life. And like I saw a, a graph, and it's like pretty much there's like a one or two percent difference in the genders. I will I say this: pro, I talked to a pro-life woman today, and I was like, I sent her this funny gif or this funny, funny meme, and it's um. A picture of like some people and it's like ah this is georgia and this is alabama this is tennessee this is arkansas and they're southern looking people but not hillbillies per se they they kind of look like they're on a john denver album cover they look rustic cool and and then it's that fucking mutant from goonies in the background yeah. <laughs> with the superman sloth. shirt on <laughs> it's, it's sloth and it's like alabama <laughs> and, and and she was like oh haha is that because the abortion thing i was like well that and the incest and uh, and and she was like well you know i'm i'm pretty far right i'm uh I, i'm i'm pro-life and i was like well, what about with rape and incest and she goes well i think the killing a, uh, uh taking a human life is wrong no matter what and there's uh there's there's contraception there's uh motherhood there's adoption and uh, i don't remember what the fourth option was but uh for you me it'd be a flight of stairs a <laughs> <laughs> you know, jesus I, christ <laughs> um oh, i had a into oh i wild. think a lot of people become <laughs> yeah. pro life Good when it you. becomes easier for them to have a kid right you know like once you're married once you have a house you can be like all right we don't need abortion anymore you know, like it, we might not be planning a kid now, but we're planning a kid someday. We can be pro-life. What if your twelve-year-old daughter gets raped by they're her not, uncle? They're thinking about themselves, right? I just, I, I see that a pattern a lot. You know, like once, once you're out of the woods and you're ready to have a kid, then I feel like pro-life becomes more common in that demo. Yeah, I don't, and, I don't know. Uh, if you look at it by age. I, like, of course, most really, people, like, I bet you do see that. It, I, oh, no, I bet you see a difference for younger people because younger people always tend to do that. But those same people who are boomers now were, you know, probably almost that far into abortion as or but actually probably not. Abortion was only really normalized, like in the mainstream, like what, a couple decades ago? I wouldn't say it's normalized right now. You know, some of these ladies, they go and they have to deal with protesters calling them murderers and shit and like holding dead fake fetuses up covered in blood and shit. Yeah, I'm There's so much at... bad faith arguing over the topic of abortion where like both sides do a very bad job of, I feel like, understanding where the other one's coming from. Like what it really comes down to is one side genuinely and truly believes this is not a life and the other side genuinely and truly believes it is. And you have like a misattribution of motives on both sides where it's like these people don't care about life. They just want to control women's bodies. And it's like, well. No, they, they probably just believe it's a person. That's kind of Occam's razor here. And then they will be like, these people just get off on killing kids. Hmm. And it's like, well, no, once again, probably Occam's razor would lead us to believe that they sincerely don't believe this is a, a viable human life worth saving. Like, I don't know. There's so much. Sometimes there's a truth that's in between on the pro-choice side. I think a lot of times on the pro- maybe see if this describes Kyle. Um, sometimes guys on the pro-choice are like, you know what? I don't think it's nice. I don't think it's a... F- full-fledged viable person yet but it's also let's not pretend that it's like a kidney bean you know in in your refrigerator i don't no one delightfully does abortion but they also feel like the the other choice raising a kid a kid being in a parent's not ready you know the 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 ugliness that would come with having a kid that you're not ready for that you don't want 
Um, you know, sometimes they're like, yeah, the greater crime is that. Yeah, inconvenience. I know. Joe. <laughs> the inconvenience. I think it's a person. <clears throat> I just don't care. <laughs> Dude, I... <laughs> Kyle has the coolest abortion. <laughs> yeah, I like that. There I'm are just, a lot of people I, I, who feel that way, just a little less clear cut. I think it's a like, life, like, but I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I'm just being honest. Like, I think that's a that's a little person inside of you, and just look, look, look. I, I, I've I've had a garden before. Sure, it's a lima bean, but it's gonna make a lima plant. I guarantee it. Every time I plant one of these lima bean seeds. Makes a lima bean plant. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee that fetus, as long as nothing bad happens, let's hope <laughs> it's gonna be a little person. No one falls down the stairs. As long as nobody falls down the stairs, uh, yeah, that's gonna be a little person. I, I just don't care. I just think that we should be able to kill the little people that grow inside us if we want to. If there was a little person growing inside of me, it should be my choice if I want to fucking kill it or not. If it were if it were a person growing inside of you, you wouldn't be able to kill it. There would be the, the the CDC and the Pentagon would have you in there trying to figure out how this works. They're like, guys, we can finally get rid of women. <laughs> <laughs> Think of how much money we'll save. Everybody can be gay. So you know, I we'll, looked up we, the this, this one Georgia man figured out the secret. Learn <laughs> how this five easy ways. This one Georgia man found a way around women. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at the pro life pro choice stats by age, but I didn't find mm -hmm. what I wanted. 18 to 29 is 56%. Are you saying in favor of abortion? Uh, these are pro-choice. Okay. 18 to 29 is 56. 65 plus is... Oh, these are pro-choice. Are, are 65 plus, 44% is pro-choice. Mm -hmm. The young one, 56% is pro-choice. So there's a lot more pro-choice. But that's not the group I wanted. I want like 13-year-old to 21-year-old. Because I bet that group is like 70% pro-choice. Oh, I don't give a shit what 13-year-olds care about. The, well, I, I 13-year-olds can have children. So like that's the, that's the group I want. The people who would be fucked by having a kid, so to speak. You know, I, I want to know how many of them are pro-choice. Got the car before the horse there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too. You know, because 18 to 29 doesn't tell me the whole story, right? I, I want that people whose lives would be really turned upside down. Whereas at 29... I imagine most of the polling data is just based on voting age people. I saw a Reddit post where, like, I might have the age mixed up, but I want to say this couple's nine-year-old daughter had gotten pregnant by, like, yeah, by, like, a neighborhood kid. And, they, and that the nine-year-old wants to cab the baby. And, and they're like, this, it was on the legal advice subreddit, so because <laughs> they're like, we want to murder that baby that's growing inside that baby. <laughs> How can, but that baby doesn't want the, little, the other little baby to die. Like a, she thinks it's like a fucking cabbage patch that's gonna fucking come out of her ass or something, and and and, and we gotta figure this thing out because the clock is a ticket, and and I was just like, holy shit, how do you force an abortion on a nine year old? I mean, I know how you force an abortion on a nine year old, but 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 like, how do you like legally force an abortion on a nine year old? <laughs> All right, we're trying to overcome your your you know objections here. We how about three trips to Disney World? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Three trips to Disney World and your own My Little Pony landscape. Is, does that sound fun? How about what a do, pony? What do, what do children play with? A pony? You you can't have a pony. That'll be more expensive than what you're having. Why don't you go ride yeah. the pony for a little while right now? Actually, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's slap the yeah. pony in the ass. Get <laughs> up, get up, cupcake. Do you guys ever fallen off a horse? Oh yeah. No, I have. It's a long way down. <laughs> did, I, did you hurt yourself? I mean, I didn't break a leg or anything, but I bruised the shit on my ass. 
I remember being very surprised and confused. Kyle says it's a long way down. I'm like, I don't have a distinct memory of the fall. I do remember all these people were not horse people, except, of course, the guy holding the reins, right? I'm surrounded by, like, my dad, who's a city person, my mom, who's a city person, me. And they're all like, well, you got to get right back up on the horse. And I was like, all right. I don't think an idiom is the best best way to decide how the rest of the day should be planned. (laughs) But no, the whole crowd was in agreement that if you fall off a horse, you have to get right back on. So I did. I was like, it wasn't really my instinct to get right back on. I wanted to learn from my mistakes. That's another idiom that might have fit. But no, that's not the one we went with. So I got tagged with the wrong idiom. (laughs) I I hopped right back on the horse. Sounds like he was an idiot. I think I've ridden a horse twice in my entire life, and mm. both times it was just like, I, I don't understand why people are into this. That's a lot of fun. It's I went to horse just camp. just a bumpy four-wheeler that I can't yeah. control entirely. Uh, yeah, I, I went to horse camp. I dug it. Uh, it was me and You 13. and 100 13-year-old girls. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Just me. <laughs> See, I, I had the world figured out early. Well, the weird part was this is two summers ago, though. <laughs> yeah i was you know it was it, it was, was literally me bash. and a bunch of girls there was not another guy in the horse camp and i was okay <laughs> with that um it was a real good time i was literally riding horses with a bunch of girls it, it was a, it was a good time then we'd, we'd all brush our horses and we'd take the saddles off and stuff it was it was a good time i don't know i was like 12 13 something like that they were all 12 or 13 we went swimming in the afternoons it was great horse camp we used to go to um I just Googled it to look it up and see if it was still around. I've got like memories of the dance floor, but 1,000 Acres was a dude ranch in upstate New York, and we went on vacation there repeatedly. It was one of my one of the things I really liked. Yeah, yeah, horses are kind of cool. Um, you know, I, I always I like cowboy movies, right? So it's a golf resort now. I'm just looking at my things. It's gone. Wah wah. Yeah, how sad. We're supposed yeah. to get a bunch of tornadoes tonight. Good luck. Oh well, yeah. I hope you get to see your game. I hope so too. So there's always the radio. Yeah, yeah. There's always the radio if I want to like kick it old school. But it's been. Uh, I hope we don't get anything too bad. We're way overdue for a really bad tornado storm. Like we're supposed to get like penny-sized hail and like maybe like sixty mile an hour winds and then potential tornadoes coming down. Mm. So. I almost came out your way. I was. Do you remember last year? I said I drove through Missouri on my way back from uh, flying. Yeah. That that would be this time of year, and uh, the weather's so bad. I decided not to go. Yeah, this would not have been a good time. Dude. Like one of, uh, uh, I was talking to one of my friends, like texting him, and he's like, uh, like I don't even know you, like a weather nerd. I don't. Oh yeah. Like one of his hobbies is he like follows the weather really closely, and I was like out and about doing stuff today, and he texted me and was like, hey. You're uh you're planning on like being home tonight, and I was like, well, I mean, my girlfriend and I may go to a bar or something later and watch the Blues game, like, I, or you know, instead of watching it at home, maybe just because it's such a big game. And he was like, no, no, dude, you do not want to be outside. We're gonna have. I've been following this. This is gonna be. This is potentially the biggest storm we've had in the last six to ten years, as far as the sheer number of tornadoes that are coming down and the size of the hail concurrent with it, given the speed of this winds too. And so you're gonna want to stay. And I just was like, okay, okay, sure, fine, I'll stay home. <laughs> I, I, I think I like your friend more than you. The, <laughs> <laughs> the barometric pressure means yeah. a long Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> he sends me like a, a screenshot of stats, and I'm just like, yeah, you're gonna need to tell me what the fuck this is i don't i'm not a weatherman like uh, <laughs> I don't know. no the uh, people who get into the 
ultralights and stuff like I do get into the, have to learn to to read the weather. And I bet your friend would be a good resource. He w- but but he doesn't even fly around. He's just like I was well, wondering like, if he had a thing. Is he into no. paragliding or kite surfing or surfing he, or uh, he's something? More of like an outdoorsy kind of yet. like camping hiking guy. Okay, but not any not anything in the air, to my knowledge. So, regardless, though, I don't care about the weather. Better park your car. It's in my garage right now. So that's a good so spot good. for it. It is. I would it think. Is. We'll see what happens. As long as the garage is still there. Yeah. Man, I'm going to be so pissed if I lose my house less than six months into a tornado. <laughs> but I guess I won't be that pissed because I'll die in the process, more likely than not. See, that's so, good thinking. That is. Actually, my basement would be fine. Like, it, it's deep enough under there. Maybe. You need to just, like, there. hang on to the squat rack. I just, like, am holding kettlebells. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I knew I did these shrugs for a reason. <laughs> Bye, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to squat more. <laughs> You're the one who didn't do farmer's walks. <laughs> a treadmill's no. not helping you now, is it? No. <laughs> you ever see the movie Twister? Yes. Yeah, terrible movie. Oh man, I enjoyed I it. it. I watched it in theaters. It was good. That was good CGI for the time. It was impressive. Yeah, that was the late nineties. So, yeah, yeah for ninety nine, like it was pretty good. Man, mm. but call it a wrap. Yeah, PKN two forty eight. Good. Good luck, uh, St. Louis. Watch Chernobyl. Thank you. <laughs>